Yo, what's good? It's your boy MJ. And I'm Joe. And I'm Jojo. Together we are Campus Parade. The show that brings you social commentary on what's going on in universities as well as in colleges. Catch us every Tuesday from 7.15 to 7.30 p.m. Campus Parade on the Real Campus Issues. Unpegged. Good evening and welcome to Campus Parade. I go by the name of Joe. And the graduate MJ is here with me. He's very excited about this. What's good, MJ? What's up, bro? How you doing? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm good, man. And later on, we're going to hear from Jojo. She's still doing her business there in Mutari. But uh, today, we're talking about students studying in the diaspora. And later on, we're going to hear from Joshua Chivanga. He is a trustee at a charity organization called Afro-Euro Diaspora Group in Belgium. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit more about how our students, especially starting in Europe, are handling everything that's just going on in that intense environment. So right about now, um, continue with the conversation, man. MJ, I mean, what are the advantages and uh, the disadvantages to say when it comes to studying abroad? Well, I must say, Joe, um, when it comes to the advantages, we're looking at um, the exposure it comes with. Yeah. Mm. You know, because when you go outside, you know, there's so much exposure. You're exposed to different people you know there's a cultural exchange which goes on you know and also yeah. it improves your language skills and you know you experience a different teaching as well you know what i mean mm. because unlike from our teachers in zim you know you actually get to meet other people from other continents as well yeah yes. i mean but um to, to mention about the the, the the other side the disadvantages i mean mm. you 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 become very unlucky to come across things like war so like like what's happening in ukraine and, and, and yeah that's very much unfortunate you know and also not only war but they're like language barriers you know and cultural shock you know because oh, pretty yeah. much you're not exposed to the culture which is abroad you get it mm. so it's it's the unfortunate side of it yeah? perfect but let's 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 get into the ukraine russia war and how it has affected students especially from zimbabwe i mean let's let's get into it about yeah, man, I, I, it's actually a, a toll, you know, it takes a toll on someone else's academics because, you know, you know, you actually you're like floating, you know, you're moving. Then all of a sudden the, the unknown happens, you know, because no one anticipated this, but bang, it just happens in your academic career. And it's actually something which is actually sad and unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. Where would that be getting from, from, uh, from Ukraine is that Zimbabwean students were held by the embassy. Uh, f from Zimbabwe in Ukraine so that they at least uh, feel safe and some of them have fled to uh, neighboring countries like po Poland and Hungary. I mean, as as if it was you, MJ, mm. how would you be feeling? Well, you know, I'd, I'd definitely I would regret, you know, yeah. no lie. Like, yeah. I would regret, like, why did I run away from home and go outside, <laughs> you know? But at the end of the day, bro, this is something which, like, happens. It's unfortunate, you know? Like, nobody really plans, like, looking at the negative the negative side of things, you know? But when it happens, it happens, and you just have to deal with what's there. And shout out to the Zim government, which has been actually helping out and working with other embassies, like what you stated, what you stated, you know? Mm. And it's something which is actually great, yeah? yeah? True, I mean, our thoughts and prayers are with our Zimbabwean brothers and sisters who are just fighting for their lives right now in Europe. Right now. But right up on now, we get to hear about with, from students uh, who are studying abroad and how the situation is like there. Let's get to hear from them. I think one of the first challenges when you're studying abroad is when you go to a country that doesn't have English as a primary language. So that means you have to study a new language to, in order for you to understand basic communication to get you around um, the area for instance like here in poland you have to study polish you need to understand um traits that uh they don't deem as rude or i think when it comes to technology we are still stagnant 
you're not moving much and these people are in different countries which specialize in different things um we need these people in automotive we need these people in medicine engineering uh, pretty much everywhere uh, the problem i faced uh, studying abroad everything was accommodation problem it is very difficult to find a step accommodation in a foreign land uh, exciting topic you've got there guys um i've never studied abroad though definitely i would like to believe that students who uh, go to pursue their education abroad they face um, situations as feeling like an outsider uh, times it's difficult um, i think when it comes to technology that's where we are lacking most so some of the uh, some of the challenges that i face studying abroad include just this idea of having to cope in a new environment um, considering that there's so many demands when it comes to schoolwork and that sort of thing so that has been hard and then also just this idea of missing family missing home that's also been a, a major challenge for me because you know you you're far away students in the diaspora can offer more knowledge um intel i think the more they learn about how things are done in a european country or in a diaspora in a country that is so effective they can apply those uh elements to what is being done in zimbabwe the language as well you know language there's a language barrier you're trying to adjust to 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 to, to the language or probably learn the language uh, for example, China, you have to learn the language as well. They need to bring this knowledge back home so that we can make, uh, we can combine what we know and what we need at the same time and combine to come up with, with with something productive i think when it comes to technology that's where we are lacking most once you graduate and you get a better job offer here in europe it's better to stay here so i'll say i'd rather stay here than come back to zim but yeah it's, a, it's an option that is open but a uh, majority of the students when they graduate they usually migrate to even better countries here in Europe so that they can get a better life. I look forward to returning back to Zimbabwe after graduation, yes. I would really love to contribute to the development of my own country, but I don't think I would I would like to stay in Zimbabwe permanent, permanently. I've, ha I've had so much exposure outside the country and I believe that uh, there's so many opportunities out there, but I'd still definitely love to come back and uh, do something for my country. Some of the things that I think that students in the diaspora can do to help their country include sort of coming back to, to Zimbabwe and sort of like um, working in the specific fields that I that they have been trained for. Welcome back. Yeah, we, we, we heard that, MJ. Yeah. Mixed feelings, Joel, you know, like they are the pros and cons of studying abroad and people sure. really much focus on the positives it brings like i said exposure and all that you know but uh, it's unfortunate some of these things just happen you know not planned or not willingly but they just fall on but you cannot disregard studying abroad i feel like um it's a good thing yeah yeah i mean let's 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 dive into this i mean we were talking earlier of air mm. we were talking about uh those who have studied certain degrees like law yes. especially outside the country mm. when they come back mm. uh, is this still the same case 
Well, you know, when they actually come back you now, from what I from what I gather, you know, they actually have to go through um some certain exams of some sort, yeah, Whoa. of of them suiting in the domestic law. So it's not as long as it it, it was. Well, yeah, it's not as long as it was, but okay. definitely you have to go through that process. So it's it's kind of like it's a drawback, you understand? Mm. It's a drawback because you still have to go back in class and actually have to sit for the, for those exams for you to be actually best suited in your home country. So <laughs> when you're going abroad, it's actually something with it's a cause for concern that you have you have to look out for the program which you're going to study because yeah. if you're going for law, definitely you're going to come back and study again you know and still suit for those exams yeah i get you for those of you who are planning to actually go outside and study um, programs like law you mm. have to come back and do something a little bit that goes on with this country but right about now we're about to cross over to jojo let's get to hear from uh, about what we're talking about tonight jojo what's up a very good evening to you guys it's jojo here all the way from tare it is cold and it's freezing the side i hope you're keeping warm in harare all the same studying abroad i would want to say it is definitely a preference um you know there are people with, with choices i can you know their parents can or relatives or you know some people go abroad in terms of scholarship but most of the times with some of us or <laughs> if it was me studying abroad definitely it was because of the standards you know standards of living actually here in zimbabwe it has you know we all know what's going on so we we also have that mentality if i'm going to study abroad i'm definitely going to have a job after but the truth of the matter some of these people are just saying the end they do not have jobs but anyway <laughs> it is what it is but um one last thing i would want to say i think it's also wise to return back home you know and um and just stay at home and you know work in develop this country and and ha- get to have that feel of everything that we want to have in our country to beautify it to have you know the qualified people to come through you know and and be here to support our, our own nation to see it be the nation that we want it to be but um for some people would say you know what we do not want to come back and want to stay there it's still cool but remember also please at the end of the day all the same over to you guys all right thanks georgia for that man uh, mj yes which about. brings me to something i mean if mm. is studying abroad a preference or it's it's because people are running <laughs> away from us that standards joe you know that's like a tricky question but i'm going to be as honest as possible i feel like you know um when someone is going abroad it's definitely a, a move to move to to look for greener pastures you understand right mm-hmm. because pretty much we have universities in here right very good universities i must sure, say sure. but someone then goes to like a foreign land mm-hmm. to study you know i feel like it's just a gesture to escape <laughs> our standards to look for something else different you know yeah i mean but um for for one who has gone and they have returned most of them to be honest when when i when i speak to them they probably regret coming back is it wise for for people to come back it is bro i mean why do we have to sell our brands outside let them let them use and better our economy in here you know it's better i mean it, it brings also to to a thing i think it has been something of a for 
of a crisis here in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. uh, the, the issue of brain drain. Mm. Not yeah. only not only Brian in 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 Zim, but Africa per se. You know, a lot of Africa. people are fleeing from Africa, yeah. going into Europe, and you know, there are so many intellects that are actually fleeing from our continent. Imagine if those people were to stick around. Mm. Imagine where we would have been right now. Right. We have heard like people from Europe coming into Africa, man. <laughs> I tell you this, man. All right, so Redbone, right now we about to hear from Joshua Chivanga. He is one of the trustees for Africa Euro Diaspora Group. Let's get to hear from him. Some of the major challenges that affect um, Zimbabwean students in Europe and abroad in general emanate from the societal difference. I mean, for example, if you look at Europe and um, and Africa, Zimbabwe, there are obviously significant differences. Europe is very individualist. Everyone is focused on the economy. Zimbabwe is sort of more social oriented, but here it's a bit different. Uh, there's the absence of um, the family, obviously. So there's a lot of depression and loneliness that affects the students. And at times it goes unnoticed because there's no strong support network for them. But there's the issue also of a lack of an institutional support for like specifically focusing on the Zimbabweans. There are no organizations that um, are directly there focused just on, on Zimbabwean students, say in Europe. If you have a challenge, like you don't even know where to go, you know, you don't even know who to approach. And I mean, there is a lot of expectations as well from family back home. Just by the fact that you are in, you're in Europe, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a student. Like, um, you know, black techs, you know, there's obviously expectations for you to, to give back. So yeah, those are some of the issues that affect the students. With regards to the situation in Ukraine, as our organization, the Afro-Euro diaspora, we applied for EU youth project whereby we tried to focus on the integration of students and young people that had fled Ukraine, but we're now based in Belgium and Netherlands. That was Joshua Chivanga. He is one of the trustees for Afro-Euro diaspora group. MJ, what do you get to, to, to say about this? Well, you know what, bro? He's actually doing something good, something amazing, mobilizing young people studying abroad, you know, mm-hmm. to actually formulate themselves and become a unity, you know, and create communities in other in other, in, other, in other countries, and which is a good initiative because, you know what, you know, when you're in a foreign land, you feel at home, and it's, it's actually Fact. good, yeah? Fact. Fact. I mean, so, as, as we're about to wrap up, what, what do we as a country benefit from the Zim academic diaspora? Well, you know, if if you have like something which is formally structured, which is there, you know, it it's actually it pre, it provides easy access, you know, of our students to actually access um other countries. You understand? Because it's actually vital because you don't have to struggle to get exposure from other continents, you know. So yeah, I feel like it's a good initiative. Mm, all right. So as we're about to wrap up this show, we'd like to say our thoughts and prayers are with our brothers and sisters who are all the way in Europe, uh, who have been detained by the Russian-Ukraine war. And uh, right about now, uh, final remix, MJ? Well, you know what? I would like to say that, um, guys, don't be afraid to spread your wings and study abroad feel free man uh, but of course we cannot run away from the unfortunate things which happen but yeah man do what you gotta do all right so let's do this next week same time same place my name is joe but you can call me joseph me and mj and jojo we out good night see